you for joining us at Bangalore Revival Center. We are a church that's dreaming revival with God and serving people in love. It is our desire to equip you to represent Jesus and carry his great joy to the ends of the earth. If you'd like to learn more about us, you can visit dreamingrevival.com. Now, as you listen to the word, we believe that God will minister to you. I have a word and I can be assured and that is nothing but God is good. Amen. How many of you believe God is good? Amen. Amen. All right, so I can see only a few hands and few hands are down in your heart. God is good. All right. So before I get into um, the word, I have two questions. So how many of you know God is good? You know, right? You know God is good. Good. How many of you have realized God is good? Wow, I see only a couple of hands. Come on, church. Wow, that's beautiful. So uh, just, just about uh, my past, okay? I am from a um, Catholic background, you know, right? So I'm a Christian. But I only knew about God. And I never know God. When I say I, I never know God, that means that um, I never walked with God. I never realized His goodness in my life. So you knowing about God is, is simple. You know, you can know God through your friends, through anybody in the world. You know, if you just um, listen to somebody telling that, oh, Jesus is the Lord and He is the truth, life and the way, and you, you will reach heaven only when you know Him, is just knowing about God. Uh, I believe that God wants us to move into the next level of knowing Him. When I say knowing Him, it's not knowing about Him, but walking with Him and experiencing Him. You know, you know when I say, I know Pinas, that means I just know her. I know about her. I know what she is. I know her dressing sins. I know what she, I, I may not know what she likes, she doesn't like, but I just know her as a person. But when I say, um, I, I am knowing Pinas, that means that I know when she wakes up, what she does, what's her likes, what's her dislike, things like that. You understand, church? Just, just respond to me, okay? <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, so the topic for today is we getting into a next level of knowing God. Yeah. So, um, you know, when, when we say um, I know God, that means that it's an imagination. You know, you can imagine when somebody tells about your friend. So say if I tell about Panas to you, you might imagine, you might imagine, oh, she is like this. Maybe it's an imagination. But when you have to realize God, then it is the next level of imagination to a level of reality. You know, you need to get into this place of realizing who God is. Um, so There is a key, you know, uh, to, to realize who God is and His goodness. And we're going to focus on the key, and I will be talking about it in the later part. 
but uh, before that i want to share um, uh, job's life you know how many of you know job yeah so um, job was a righteous man and if you see that um, god calls the satan i mean in the meeting and god tells hey have you seen my servant job that's that's how righteous job was so um, god tells uh, and uh, he is righteous servant of mine and the devil says that uh, you know maybe because he has everything in his life and that is why he you know he 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 doesn't have to you know actually uh, feel for anything or he doesn't have any problems in his life and so god allows uh, the satan to take everything from him except for his life so the only thing that job was left with was his life and his wife right so um if if you read through the scriptures uh job in in chapter 29 i believe job uh, you know mourns saying that god i had a very beautiful past but if you see my present life he sits in ashes he just has a piece of pottery and he scratches and things are upside down in his life so he's mourning about his past blessing and then he questions and he demands god for so many things in his life so um if you see for almost 35 chapters in 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 this book of job uh, job actually demands god and he questions and he protests for his innocence and then you see almost for four chapters from 38 to 41 god speaks to job god literally speaks to job and you 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 really have to get back home and uh, read the book of job it's beautiful so now coming to uh, coming to the subject in chapter 42 job responds to the lord he tells um i know that you can do anything and no one can stop you you asked who is that questions my wisdom with such ignorance you know sometimes we question god with ignorance you know we tell okay before that is god good yes. is god good all right so even if you say no god is good <laughs> all right can you just turn to your neighbor and say that god is good in your life and his goodness will continue forever and ever yeah so um and then if you see uh, you said listen and i will speak i have some questions for you and you must answer them i had only heard about you before but now i have seen you with my own eyes i take back everything i said and i sit in dust and ashes to show my repentance so ch- uh, chapter 42 verse 5 says i had only heard about you before when he had heard about god before he was blessed yeah so now i have seen you with my own eyes and i take back everything i spoke and now he repents so after that if you see the conclusion is the lord blesses job in double when you know god your blessing is single yeah and when you see god that means when you realize his goodness in his in your life then your blessing is double amen, amen.
Can you shout an amen, church? Amen. amen. How many of you like biology? Please tell yes. <laughs> How many of you are, are science students here? Like, no, nobody? Okay, uh, okay, couple of hands. Encouraging. <laughs> Uh, today, the sermon is going to be little like a biology class, all right? This is my revelation. Maybe because you all are not a science student, probably God has led me. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, so this is, this is what I want to uh, stress on church. Like, knowing God is good, but walking with God on a daily basis Hearing him again and again and again shifts you into a different level of blessing, just like how Job was blessed. Amen? Um, all right. I want uh, every one of us to read this uh, verse. Psalms chapter 46, verse 1. And as you read, please believe this. God is our refuge and strength always ready to help in, in times of trouble. Can you just look into your neighbors and speak this out? God is your refuge and strength. He's always ready to help in times of trouble. Do you believe? If you believe, just shout an amen. amen. He is ready 24 bar 7. This is the truth. Even if you are going through a crazy trouble or problem in your life, I think probably you should uh, inculcate the habit of calling out him, calling out his name and asking him and seeking him. You know, he is ready to help you at any time, any point of time in your life. So um, another question, just to make the session little interactive. So what do you mean by good or goodness? What do, you, what do you think good is? Like when you, when you look at somebody and say, hey, this, this, you're good. Or you say that this person is really good. What do you really mean? What do you think about it? Anything, random answer, it's fine. Always there? Okay. Attributes, all right. Okay, I'm just going to share my thoughts uh, of how, um, you know, a person could be good, you know. Like, the first thing, according to me, is selflessness, right? Selflessness. You need to be selfless when you have to be good and you have to think good about others. And the second is, uh, you need to understand the feeling of others, like what they feel. You need to feel, you need to uh, be in their shoes and you need to understand what they feel like. And the third thing is sacrifice. Sacrifice. So having this in mind, I just want to prove you, if somebody doesn't know that God is good all the time, I just want to prove through scriptures that God is good and he carries all, the, all these three uh, characters. So. Um, Let's move to Romans chapter 5, uh, verse 8. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. 
God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. It is not while we were pure, it is while we were still sinners. And this shows God's selflessness. He's not selfish. So um, I just want to share one of my experience, George. So there was a time when, um, tell me, tell me this, how many of you were blessed with the fasting prayer season? Wow. And this is the season where I actually saw a vision. It's very hard to explain, but I'll try my best. So say, suppose we are 20, 20 of us in this hall, right? So I see this vision where I see 20 Jesus hanging on the cross. All right, 20 Jesus. I'm just, I'm just talking according to this particular atmosphere. So I ask God, God, it is only one. And why do you show 20 Jesus on 20 different crosses? And then God said to me, it may be one, but, you know, I don't know how to say that, but each, each one, he's died for each one of you. You understand? He's died for... So, if you, if you think, then there are 8 billion Jesus that is crucified on the cross. That is his selflessness. And this is our God. And if you have any doubt in your heart, I believe God wants uh, a shift in your heart tonight. If you have any doubt about things that is happening in your, in your life at this current season, remember that he has died for you. And he's been so selfless. He's been so selfless and he's died only for you and me. This 20 who is present here at this moment. Okay, let me talk about the sacrifice. John chapter 3 verse 16. For God loved the world so much that he gave us one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. This is sacrifice. If you think you sacrifice food for God, he sacrificed his own son, his only son. Come on now. And let's move on to understanding. If you think that if God really understands you, I'll show you a few proofs. Psalms chapter 139, verse 16 to 18. Could you please read along with me? You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God? They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me, O oh God. If only you would destroy the wicked, get out of my life, you murderers. Alright, so I just want to stress on this. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. This is how much that God thinks about you every moment. And he knows you in and out. 
1 Sam chapter 16 says, God looks at your heart. How many of you were blessed with the worship? You know, if you, if you just get back to the worship, there was so much of heart content in the worship. There was so much of heart. And I'm basically going to talk about the heart. And God today is looking at your hearts. He's looking at your hearts. Before, before moving on to the subject of heart, I want to read another verse. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 and 10. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. How really, who really knows how bad it is? But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people the due rewards according to what their action deserves. God is constantly looking and searching at your hearts. He's constantly behind your heart. He's constantly behind your heart. You know, the Bible talks about heart, the word heart is is mentioned in Bible for almost 826 times. 800, so approximately we'll, we'll believe or we'll just say 800 times. Okay? So I was asking God, why is that heart is so important, Lord? And why is that you focus on heart so much? You know, if you, if you know about your body, each and every part of your body is very important. You know, you cannot say that your hand isn't important. You cannot say your ears aren't important. You cannot say your hair isn't important. That's, that adds, it enhances you, right? But if you see, Bible talks about heart for 826 times. So as I was meditating on why God was talking about the heart, I, I, I just uh, had few revelations. And this is how God spoke to me, and I would like to share that with you. So, you know, you, you know, right? Heart is the central processing unit of a human, right? Um, I will also talk about the mind. So I'm going to basically talk about the heart and the mind. And let's come to the key. I haven't given the key yet. So if you, if you see your heart, it has four chambers, right? Uh, I think the upper chamber is called the oracle and then it's a ventricle, the, the bottom one. So I want you all to imagine a heart, look at the heart and imagine this to be God, okay? I'm just gonna explain a little bit about the function of your heart in your body. I'm just gonna tell you how God explained me, that's it. And yeah, so imagine a heart and this heart is God, all right? So the heart has two, uh, you know, the left side and the right side, all right? So, and now come to uh, the oxygen. So just like how much the heart is important for a man, oxygen is also important, right? So now, think about the oxygen as the Holy Spirit, all right? Now, 
as much as the heart and the oxygen is required you need blood for it to function yeah and the blood is nothing but you and me all right okay now please imagine okay i'm just going to explain you a little bit about how this heart functions so what basically happens is uh, the right side of your heart right it takes the impure blood when i say impure blood it is poor with oxygen so now the blood is you and me who are poor with the holy spirit okay if this is before coming into the lord right so now this right side of your heart it takes the blood and then what it does is it moves into another part of the body called lungs and over lungs it picks up the oxygen okay so it picks up the oxygen and then it moves into the left side of your heart so when it picks up the oxygen it clears out all the impure stuff that is basically the carbon dioxide okay that is the impure stuff new so it moves into the left side of your heart and when, once it moves right it becomes so rich in the oxygen level uh, it is so healthy it now is pushed into other part of the body as the food okay now compare this the heart is god the god takes you he takes you with so much impurity like carbon dioxide in you with the help of oxygen that is holy spirit he takes out the carbon dioxide and he makes you so fresh he makes you rich with nutrients and then he doesn't keep you like that he pushes into the next part of the heart he pushes into a next level and from there he doesn't keep you again over there he pushes you into the world so your body believe that your body for now just imagine that your body is the rest of the church or the people he doesn't keep you there he moves you into your body to be a food to others to make them active to make them energized so this is how god explained me how he works all right so for you to be um to be rich with god you need the help of god and you need the help of oxygen that is holy spirit so holy spirit is the helper basically he's going to help you in taking away the impure stuffs from you and he's going to allow you to work into others life because you are you are rich with oxygen you know when when you are taking this oxygen and you you know you are away from all this carbon dioxide now you are a rich and you you are a fresh food to others so over here i also mentioned something else so we need heart we need god we also need oxygen but you should you should you should think about something that we missed you know like there is something once the right side of your heart does once it takes the blood the impure blood it pushes into the lungs so what is the function of the lungs when i asked god what was this lungs about that is your faith that is your faith i don't know how you can relate this but see uh, do you know what lungs is used for 
like what does the lungs do in the body it it is helpful for respiration right so what happens basically is the lungs is the one which actually uh, helps you pick the oxygen so your faith is the one which actually helps you to work with the holy spirit can you visualize this church are you with me so all that i'm trying to say here is as much as god is important in our life as much as the holy spirit is important in our life there is something called faith which is very important in life and when you do not have faith but you rely on god and the holy spirit everything the heart and the oxygen does to make you pure sometimes goes off vain when your lungs is inactive when your lungs is inactive what basically happens is it doesn't it it doesn't push uh, the oxygen so it doesn't allow the holy spirit to work when you do not have faith it doesn't you do not believe in the work of the holy spirit in your life so my uh, what i'm trying to say is the key for you to know your breakthrough is your faith church that is all that i'm talking about you need to come to a point where you need to build your faith faith without works is going to be incomplete so the right part of your heart is just like you know about god you just know that if you enter into the heart you will be purified that is all but the left part of your heart is you realizing god are you with me all that god wants you to come in into tonight is to a point where you realize what god is doing in your life and talking about the faith let's read this um verse so um romans chapter 10 verse 7 faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god So I'll tell you the first time you actually experience faith is when you are saved when you come into the salvation part because you don't know what it is all about but you are going to blindly believe that God is going to take you some day with him into eternity right so by hearing and hearing the word of God you build faith and also if you see in Ephesians chapter 2 for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourself it is a gift of god again faith is not that something that you do it by yourself it is a gift from god do you know that the holy spirit gives nine gifts and one of the gifts is faith one of the gifts is faith 
want to share a testimony before we move into the next uh, level of talking. You know, my, I'm very dearly to my grandfather. And um, in this particular, like last year, six months ago, he um, was critical. So he just had some infection and then we took him to the hospital and they diagnosed him. And they said that every part in the body is damaged. Every part, it's almost three-fourths done. And the doctors had no hopes, but something happened to me at that moment, you know. Like, the God spoke to me and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and He reminded me of the promises that He had made to me. The promises in your life that God had made will never, will never end before its time. You know, so I, I, kept, I kept declaring that over him and I said, God, see you have promised me and you know that God is a covenant keeping God. He keeps his covenant. Even if you are faithful to him, trust me, he keeps his covenant. So we, I kept declaring over him and for three days of um, him being admitted in the hospital, um, the doctors just said that they have, they, 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 they tried so many things and uh, nothing came positive, everything was negative. I mean the tests that were made over him. There was no infection, there was nothing at all. And then it was just by prayers, all the levels that were imbalanced in his body came back to the normal. All right? He was back home, praise God. And he is healthy till now. Amen? All that I did at that moment was, I was just declaring the promise that God made me. God just said me that there's nothing that's going to happen to him unless he's going to be saved. Amen. Amen? So I kept declaring, I believed it. And when I started believing the word, there was something that stirred in my spirit and that was my faith. My faith level was at this, uh, you know, at the bottom and it just shot up. So what happened was, uh, recently, if you all know that we were praying for my grandpa, right? So again, there was the same kind of attack over him and he was admitted in the hospital and he was in ICU. This time critical, but I never had fear in my heart. If my God can do that six months ago, I am sure and I'm sure and I'm sure enough that he can do today because of his promise. I don't believe in the doctors, just like how dad taught, it's a backup. I don't believe in the backup plan. I believe in the source plan. He is the source and he has a plan. And I kept declaring, and I kept declaring and declaring. And you know, the doctor said, um, there's something called creatine in the kidney, which should be uh, at 1.6 level. But for him, it was 7.6. Can you just imagine? And it is complete damage phase. Uh, they insisted us to get into dialysis and all of that, but we kept declaring God's word. I'm so thankful that I have partners, that's like my people, the church, who stood by us and who prayed over them. Thankfully, my grandpa is back home and all the levels are coming down. It is just, it is, it is just the work of God and his promises. So now my faith level from this point has shot up to this point.
you know now i'm i'm you know i am so 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 um happy to challenge the demon because i know what my god is i know what he can do and every day i just challenge him hey if you have he is just a duplicate right is just duplicate and our god is the original and when original is in place right i don't think there's no place for the duplicates anymore right so uh this is just to encourage you church and if you feel if you feel that uh things in your life is actually not as you have expected have faith in god and just hold on to his promises hold on to his promises and and all i want to sincerely tell tonight is give your heart to god he is more focused on your heart he is more focused on um about you about the feelings that you carry you know there's a difference between the heart and the difference between a mind you know uh, if you see it's it's very important for us to follow our heart and not our mind so i was asking god god how do i teach or how do i tell them that heart is uh, what we need to follow and not the mind you know most of us all the christians we especially we always quote the scripture um saying we walk by come on complete we walk by yeah and not by sight all right so god actually explained me with this was okay now now everyone imagine this so you are walking by sight now not by faith all right so you walking and you see a stone ahead of you and you hit the stone all right and what happens is as soon as you hit hit the stone um the neurons okay i'm not using more of biological terms so there's some uh, some information that is received by the brain and this brain translates it and it tells to your mind hey there's a rock over there this is walking by sight all right now walking by faith is you blinding your eyes all right and you just walking so it's important for you to focus on your heart and not your mind keep this on your mind right now you blind your eyes and you walk and you walk and you hit something it is just hard as the rock it may be rock or it may not be rock so as soon as you hit because of the subconscious storage your mind tells you hey that's rock your mind tells you that's rock but that may be a diamond rock you understand when i say diamond rock it could be your blessing it's not an ordinary rock it could be a blessing you know most of the times we think and we lose our blessing just by thinking just by our experiences in the past and we do not we do not implement faith in the situation that we actually walk in you know that could be a blessing most of the times your mind just tells you hey this is just a rock but but in in the times of confusion in the times when your mind talks to you have control over it and that is why it is important for you to hear your heart and that is why it is important for you to give your heart to god so that you will know what god talks in your heart 
Are you understanding, church? You need to give your heart. You need to give your heart to God. And there is no one, there's no one, absolutely no one who can take control of your heart than God. And you need to hear your heart. Your heart is the seed of life and it is also a seed of doubt. Let's not give a chance of doubt in the heart. Come on, if you think that you have gone away from God, I think it's time for you to you for you to reunion with God. Bring your heart to God tonight. And the key for you to know his goodness and the key for you to understand him again more and more in your life is is by having this faith. Without faith, you cannot realize God's goodness. Without faith, you cannot realize God's goodness. And stop being controlled by your mind. Start focusing on following your heart. And for following your heart, please give your hearts to God tonight. And believe that he's, he is doing absolutely 100% something in our hearts tonight and especially for the people who are here because the first thing when I was into worship is I saw a chain I'm just sharing this just to encourage you I saw a chain and this chain is not like a damaged change it is a golden change chain a beautiful chain and this is around your heart and God is taking it towards him I think God is drawing each and every one of you Closer and closer and closer into him. I also want to say this. The word heart is mentioned 800 times in Bible. But the word faith is mentioned 400 times in Bible. So it is one is to two. As much as God is important, your faith it's not equally, but then at least in the ratio of one is to two. It's time for us to, to, build, to build faith, to build faith and walk with God in the season and not just knowing about God, but to realize what God is, but to move into the reality from imagination, but to be fully aware of God completely aware of God. Father, we thank you that you are doing something new within our hearts tonight, Lord. You are doing something new, Father God. And there is, there is a reign of healing. It could be a healing in your heart, or it could be a physical healing, or it could be a mental healing. But I'm sure and I'm sure and I'm sure that God is here, right here tonight, to heal somebody. To just to draw you closer to Him, as, as closer and closer and closer, that He can speak to your heart. So that he can keep your heart in control. 
Church, can we just rise up and can we just seek God and can we just give our hearts to God tonight? Can we just ask God to fill us and can we empty our hearts tonight? Lord, I pray for each and everyone who is here in the hall. And I also pray for everyone who is tuned in online, Father God. I believe there is a healing that, 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 that there is a healing that is flowing right now in this place. And we also believe that even as we pray, Daddy, even as we receive you more, even as we even as we Feel the healing in our hearts, mentally, physically, Lord. Lord, we believe that the people who are not here, our, our family members over there will, will get healed, Daddy. Can you just speak in tongues for, for a minute, church? Can you just prepare your hearts before what God's downloading in your heart? Can you just prepare and open it up to God tonight for a minute and, and just... Just fill him. Just, just ask him to take complete control and fill your heart. If you have blockages in your heart, when I say blockage, it's just like you not allowing God to work at a portion or a part of your heart. I think it's time for you to lay it down and give completely to God. Thank you for tuning in. We believe that you are blessed by the word. We would love for you to be a guest on any of the weekends on a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. or a Sunday morning service at 11 a.m. For more information, please visit our website dreamingrevival.com.